And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Facts of Fools podcast. I am your host, Nick Catalano. Alongside me, special guest Johnny Forgione here to talk Mets, and special guest Anthony Rizzo here to talk Yanks, and of course, the Facts of Fools' very own producer of the show, Bobby McKnight. Now it took 99 days in order to get MLB baseball back in action. It took 99 days for the owners. It took 99 days for the Players Association to finally collectively bargain, come together with an agreement, and now we have New York baseball back in action. It's been a long time since the last time we've had a podcast. This baseball lockout made me think of something. We're going to have baseball for the next five years until we realize that we're going to have to go through this whole shitstorm again. It's felt like five years since the last time we've made a podcast. It really has. And I just want to tell all of our loyal listeners out there that's listening, it is not my fault. Even though that this is my podcast and my show, it is not my fault. It is our own Bobby McKnight's fault completely. He was the one that I gave all the praise to on our previous podcast over a year ago saying how amazing he was, how this show could not function without him. He was a staple of the Facts of Fools podcast. And he goes, finds a new hobby. He gets into fitness. He's running marathons. He goes out and buys a boat. He's puttering around (laughs) on his boat. Every time that I would try and make a simple phone call, he was totally MIA. So, Bobby, all of the loyal listeners out there, they want to hear from you. You owe them an explanation. This Facts of Fools podcast is like therapy to them, okay? That's why I started this podcast, because I was a miserable New York sports fan that had nothing better to do with my life. People turn on this podcast when they're driving into their miserable fucking jobs at 5 in the morning, and they listen to this, and you deprive them of this. So go, give them an explanation why we haven't made a podcast for over a year. Oh, that's right. You can't because you don't have a fucking microphone. (laughs) Maybe if we had some advertising dollars by now, a full year that's gone by with all the news that's broke, you would have had some money. We would have been able to pay you, get a microphone, and you would have been able to give an explanation to all the people out there that have been wondering where we've been. Okay. I just needed to get that off my chest. I feel a lot better. I need to cool down. I feel better. Johnny, Anthony, you guys feeling good? The last time we spoke to you guys, you you know, you were on the island. Now you moved out to Long Island City. Both you guys, uh, Jackson Avenue, right? You're both on Jackson Avenue? Yeah, we're over there in Mets country, right by city. Uh, I couldn't agree more with what you said about Bob, by the way. We tried getting you out to Long Island City a couple of times. The three of us have been down just, you know, Bob running these marathons, really getting in the way of our uh, I mean, when did that start? I mean, he's dicking around on his fucking boat at sea. Now he's going out and he's running half marathons, posting on the gram. I mean, what is it? A simple phone call from me? I mean, that's ridiculous. It really is. You really grinded my gears, Bobby. All right? You're lucky to be here. And the reason why this whole podcast is happening is so that everybody knows it is your fault. Johnny? I mean, if you would have told me five minutes ago before we started recording this that this is where this was going to go, I would have been, I, I couldn't I couldn't predict this. If well, we we're here. This is, we're, we're here. I'm right? happy to be here. I'm, I'm happy to be so here, happy. too. I'm very happy to be here, too. Yeah, but you know what? We, we could have been here a lot more if it wasn't for this man sitting across from me. I agree. Oh, I completely agree. I just, I just, I didn't think we were going there. I'm, uh, well, look, I'm happy we did. We went there. It, yeah. it had to get put out there. Right. The, the listeners needed they to hear that. that. They Correct. deserve that. And you know what? They, they do deserve an explanation from, I know 
know we can't get it tonight, but maybe at some point we will. Maybe if we can finally kickstart this podcast back up again and actually get some type of consistency, Consistency, some listeners, some advertising dollars. We were so close to signing our first (laughs) advertiser. We were about to get some real money into this place. And maybe you would have been able to cut a check, Bobby. But you know what? Boom. There it goes. I heard about that. We are on Twitter, by the way, right? Act of, at Fact of Fools Pod, isn't it? Right. It's right? Facts of Fools, and we're not on Twitter. I am on Twitter, not you, Rizzo. <laughs> no. This is my show, Just not Just saying, uh, you might want to check again, because I think someone made a Twitter account the other day. Well, then that's fraud, and or, or, or some type of legal action that I'm going to have to bring up. Mm, no, a lawyer. What, what were our ratings when uh, Anthony Rizzo over here joined the show? Dead last. Yeah, that's what I thought. Just it's just erroneous. Check. And John, I'm pretty sure you're a guest too. That's how you were introduced. Mm, three shows in a row. And also, if we really want to get off the rails here, which we won't, but you've been getting schooled at work on a regular basis about your baseball knowledge via me. And I have sources to back that up. All right, listen, I want to I, I want to do a good pass, Johnny, all right? Just, just save it. Just keep it rolling, all right? Yeah. I want to start with the Yankees because they really, you know what, th- this is what this whole podcast was built on, on how frustrating it is to be a New York sports fan. For my whole lifetime, viewing a Yankee fan was the gold standard. And it's amazing within the past two years, even though in 2021, the Mets only won, what, 77 games and the Yankees still won over 90 games and made the playoffs? Correct. It's been extremely frustrating for Yankee fans just to see what the front office has been doing. They were the gold standard. If they were this close any other year and they needed to go out and get the guy to push them over the hump, they would do it. George would do it. Cashman would do it. It's unbelievable, this new ownership and this new front office, how they are so unwilling to spend the money, even if it means 2 $3 million that you're paying in a penalty over the luxury tax. I mean, Anthony, I really want to get your opinion on this because you're the only Yankee fan here on the show. Speak for Yankee fans out there. What is it like to go through this offseason and see so much free agent talent out there, especially for some of the prices that they went for in division, might add you, that could have been very feasible for the Yankees. How, you know, what did you take away from this offseason? So I can speak for Yankee fans, but I don't know if I want to, because if this offseason has shown me anything, it shows me why growing up around so many Mets fr- fan- friends, ah, Mets fans as friends, just how annoying Yankee fans are. Because we went into this offseason, we won 92 games last year. Had a down season. Everybody in the beginning of the season would have told you we should have won 100. We d- had a very bad year. Everyone underperformed. You had Joey Gallo batting 160 with the Yankees. You had Anthony Rizzo batting 247. DJ LeMahieu went from an MVP to a backup infielder. Okay? Let's just call a spade a spade here. No one expected that to happen. But was it fair to say that... Th- a lot of baseball players across Major League Baseball underperformed, whether they were in New York or not. The numbers were down offensively across the board. Yeah, but what's see? just because there's a good free agent class doesn't mean that the Yankees are going to go out there and spend $300 million on a guy who doesn't deserve it. Look at that class. Corey Seager, right? Ten years, $325 million. Guy was never the guy in Los Angeles. He was barely healthy. You're giving a guy $32 million a year to play shortstop until he's 37 years old. 
Yeah, you want to lock that contract in? No, I don't. I, that specific contract, no. But I, th- again, there was a ton of talent out there at the shortstop position, a position that you needed to upgrade. There was a lot of talent out there at the first base position, a position that you guys were looking to upgrade. And there was always the Yankee history of going out and getting the number one guy, just like Garrett Cole a couple years ago. He was the number one guy. Right. And now you have these position players, these holes in your lineup <coughs> and in the defense where they're slam dunks. I mean, look. Look at Carlos Correa. You could have gotten Carlos Correa essentially on a one-year deal with the opt-outs. Now you're paying Carlos Correa $35 mil a year when he's the highest-paid infielder in baseball, and he was the third-best infielder on his team last year. So this is the does thing, he right? not make the Yankees better? He does, but this but is, is it the your thing. Money, the Yan- though? That's the, the, the Yankees thing, have you know? a $258 million <clears throat> payroll. So if you want to start here and start going up and down the roster and tell me what guys shouldn't be on the team, I get it. But they're not having a $300 million payroll. Those days, George's days, are long gone. And Yankee fans need to stop pouting about it because they're never coming back. So you're accepting of the new, if this is the new Yankee era, you're totally accepting of that. Okay, so my whole life, right? Yeah, there was a good free agent out there. The Yankees would go out and get it. It worked out in 09, right? We get CeCe, we get Burnett, we get Tex, we win a World Series. What it do after that, right? Years of mediocrity for the Yankees, right? One and done in the playoffs. Then what happened in 2014? We signed Ellsbury and McCann, best free agents out in the market. How'd that work out for us? So the answer isn't always to just clean up the scraps on the free agent market. A lot of guys are complaining about Trevor Story. Look up his splits, 240 hitter out of Coors Field. So who, where, find me the team in the American League East that's better than the Yankees, top, top to bottom on the roster. You can't. But is it fair to say that within the past half decade, the Yankees have been extremely close and they have the roster and the talent to win, especially with the two guys and Judge and Stanton in the middle of that lineup giving you 35-plus homers. Is it fair to say that with the talent on that roster, with your number one ace and Garrett Cole, you know, that you guys are essentially one bat away. I mean, I don't want to put it all on the offense, and I don't want to put it all on the defense. Mm-hmm. You guys definitely have a lot of holes to fill, especially in the rotation. I take that back. But if you if you were able to make it to the playoffs last year, given your rotation, given the injuries, and, and, and all of, you know, the, the holes that you had in the lineup and in the defense— can't you see, especially getting so close the past couple of years, you know, making it to the ALCS, don't you think that the time to win is now and there's other teams that are going out there making the necessary moves to get back that have one? And you guys were that close, but you didn't make it. Who? Who in the American League is, is making these moves to get themselves over the hump? The Boston Red Sox? Trevor Story? J.D. Martinez, Trevor Story, Kike Hernandez. Six years ago, Kike Hernandez, he's a utility player. I'm taking the Red Sox lineup over the Yankees. But you're also saying, but the Red Sox beat you guys in the first wild card In a one and done, which is now not even in baseball anymore. Okay, what about the the Los Angeles Dodgers? They just went out and got Freddie Freeman. Yeah, the Dodgers are an anomaly. I said the American League. Okay, I'm just. I'm, I'm still taking the Blue base, Jays. Too. I'm talking baseball. The Blue in a Jays, hole. the same team that missed the playoffs last year and then lost their Cy Young winner and their best overall statistical player last year. That team that missed the playoffs He's and then lost their Marcus two best Simeon. players. Yes, he is referencing Marcus. Uh, this is what I'm just an saying. Old, an older aging player. Uh, the, also, if you're if you believe in uh, wins above replacement, was the uh, highest WAR rated player on the Blue Jays. I don't last believe year. in that though. I don't really either. But it's just <laughs> it's 45 home runs and however many RBIs he had. Right. He had a great year. So, so you had a great lineup though around him too. He did. No, he definitely did. Great that's lineup. a that's a good lineup. But again, Vlad. you're talking about a team now that replaced Robbie Ray with Kevin Gausman. 
and Kikuchi. It, they're they're I upgrades. In, I don't believe but, in Gosman though but, myself. But so that's, that's what I'm saying. Really, so the really Yankees aren't you, that. You don't far believe in Gosman because the Mets didn't get him. You would be, no, would be a I huge hate, believer I'm, I'm if they Gosman got him. I'm a Gosman hater. <laughs> you know me last year. The Giants. I I don't believe oh. in the team for shit. The Giants. I I'll put this on record right now. They will finish in fourth place. They're going to be one of the worst teams in the National League after that. Oh man. Johnny making big poll predictions. I, I like. I don't it. think so. Stand. I think Rodone's better than Gosman. No, forget it. I, I'm just saying the Giants overperformed their entire roster. Agreed. Top to so, bottom. So Brandon that, but Bell, Brandon Crawford, Donovan Solano. That's it, going back to the them. Yankees. You think the Giants overperformed, the Yankees underperformed. I get it. So, so do you, the Mets, though. You the could say the same Water thing. always finds its level, right? But, but like Nick was just saying, Nick was just referencing, a lot of people had down years last year. I mean, I could go through the entire Mets roster that had career years in 2019 and 2020 that fell off the face of the earth last year. That's what Marco happens Conforto when you play. still a free agent because of this. That's and what happens get when you play a 60-game season with loaded baseball. Right. Correct. And when I we agree. get into yeah. the Mets, we'll talk about how at least my prediction is they're going to be leaps and bounds better than last year. Oh, okay. You just signed Lindor to three hundred million. You think he's going to bat two twenty and hit ten home runs again? He better fucking not. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, so when we sign Lemayhu to six years, ninety million, we do it on the on the account that he's going to turn back to that two time batting average champion, not a guy who's going to bat two sixty. Right. Anthony Rizzo is going to bat his lifetime average at two seventy, not two forty eight. Listen. I, I know how you feel about Matt Olson, right? I know you, you think that he's like kind of overhyped with all the you know the spotlight he's been getting, but I do think he's three or four times better than Anthony Rizzo. I just do. Well, and he was very obtainable for you guys. The he was. stats would definitely disagree with that, and I, I will say uh, this about Matt Olson: I think if you're going to criticize Cashman on not making a move this offseason, it's not going out and getting Olson because mm-hmm. the free agents. I don't like the money for any of the free agents, even Freddie Freeman. The last time a first baseman, 31, 32 years old, won a World Series and then took a big money deal, Abba Pujols didn't work out too well for the uh, Angels, if we're being honest. But regardless of that, uh, Matt Olson, there was rumors going around with Glaber, Luke Voigt, Pizarro, Volpe. Yeah, you you, you can maybe do that deal. The thing is with Volpe, he's a top prospect, so you don't know what you're going to get out of it. But Matt Olson, I've never seen a guy's stock rise more in an off season. Than Matt Olson. Anthony, I'm curious to know what is your take on Cashman's job as a whole over the past, I would say, 10 years? Because they've been very boisterous and committed to their young prospects. And for a long time, we thought they've been doing an amazing job. I mean, four or five years ago, we were calling Cashman right. an absolute master class at bombers. what he's doing right. because he loaded up on talent in the farm system. They had one of the best farm systems there ever was. The Chapman. And then, and yeah, of course, the you made the deal, the, the, the deal with Glaber and Chapman. But these guys haven't really seemed to have pan out. Clint Frazier, I mean, he's gone. gone. Yeah. A lot of these guys, gone. They're duds. Glaber, I mean, he can't even play his position. He can't field his position. I've hated Glaber for as long as he's been on but the But when roster. you got him, you guys were ecstatic. So I'm right. curious Not to me. see, as, as a Yankee <laughs> fan, it seems like you're defending, I don't know if you're defending the Cashman moves that he's been making or just the new Yankee thought process. I don't know what it is that you're defending, but I want to know... How do you, what do you give Cashman overall as a grade of what he's done with his farm system and how they're going about building the team and trying to compete for a title? I think Brian Cashman does an adequate job with what he's allowed to do. And by that, I mean he has no real control over what he has to spend. That's coming from Hal. Because if George was around, 
it would be we'd have Carlos Correa. We'd probably have Trevor Bauer last year. But Cashman also has the power to make trades. He has a stacked farm system, and he could make trades he to bring some top trades. Talent. I mean, if you if you would have told me, and we sat here in the beginning of the year last year, Anthony Rizzo is a Yankee and Joey Gallo is a Yankee. Those are two huge in-season moves. I know we troll Gallo a lot, but the guy hit 38 home runs last year, yeah, down year. And what had, did he hit, 215, if that? If that, he hit 200. But that's the thing, he hit 229 with the Rangers, and he hit 160 with the Yankees. You're only so high on Anthony Rizzo because it's your literal name. <laughs> that's it. No, listen, <laughs> I mean, Anthony Rizzo, he's a platinum glove defender. Guy batted 293, I think, in 2019. I think Rizzo, with a full year under uh, under his belt at Yankee Stadium, you know, with the short porch and everything, uh, you know, he came in middle of the I year agree. last year. I, yeah. I think he's going to have a big bounce back year this year. I don't think... Had COVID, too. I don't I don't think that he's going wrong with with sticking with Rizzo, but clearly it didn't seem like Rizzo was the first choice. Yo, he, he was clearly the third choice, which I think made Yankee fans upset. But this is what I'm talking about. Yankee fans so spoiled their whole lives they they don't realize that this is a 92 win team i don't mean to make this about the mets but mets win 92 games last year and obviously you don't want to lose in the wild card but you consider that a win right if the mets won 92 games last year i would buy a full season ticket package for this year <laughs> yeah. just the god's honest truth yeah but yeah, this yankee team it's not that far almost DJ, did last year dj lemay hits like he did the previous two years it's probably a 98 win team I, I, not absolutely. Like, like I said, the whole league with juice balls in a 60-game season, yeah. the, the, uh, the offense around the entire league was down. Well, and, and especially LeMahieu with also, the Yankees. He, hit a, he had a, a batting average champion in Colorado, too. You don't win two batting titles by mistake. Yeah, Quietly, but, though. Yeah. But you come, you come to the Yankees and you, you carry that over. You know, exactly. You don't, win, you don't mm-hmm. lose it by mistake. But I, I, I agree. I, I think that the Yankees definitely have talent. I think they're betting on a lot of guys to pick back up where they left off a couple of years ago. Definitely. But I think a lot of that across the league could be misjudgment because of that 60-game season. We thought Dominic Smith and Jeff McNeil on the Mets were the gold standard of players. More, more so, I mean, McNeil at least had something before that. But, yeah, I mean, Dom Smith and uh, Conforto, forget about it. Yeah, they, so, yeah. Those Conforto are, those also. Are, those are their best years I, I don't like games. to count have that. anything from 2020. No, I, listen, the more you said that, I always was against that. But now the more I think about it, I mean, it just messes up their entire, you know. Uh, I just think there was routine. a lot of judgment put mm-hmm. on that season and a lot of yeah. overvalued guys. Right. Correct. That that teams went and ran with saying, okay, Conforto, I got a 300 hitter. He's going to hit 30 home runs for me. Mm. He's going to play a plus defense out in right field. And look at what they got. Yeah. They got, you know, a guy that couldn't stay on the field. He wasn't healthy. Right. 220, 230. Couldn't hit a lefty. Couldn't hit a lefty. Couldn't hit a curve. I mean, you know, it, it was terrible. Dominic Smith, the same thing. He lost, you know, he, he couldn't start. Tired. They, they, they basically, yeah. Rojas basically benched him or the front office, you know, what have you. But right. it's, I, I think there was a lot of misjudgment on players across the board in 2020 between the juice balls and the shortened season. And that ruined a lot of teams' games, uh, game plans. And I think, again, the Yankees are going off of judgments from the 2020 season. And it's just, a, excuse me, I don't mean to be picking on Yankee fans. I don't mean to be picking on you. It's too late. The, 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 the topic of conversation here, or at least in New York, and it may not be your opinion, but it's a lot of opinions of New Yorkers you know, across that are Yankee fans, is that their entire lives they've been so used to making the top move, getting the top guy, multiple guys, doing what they have to to get that championship, and they're not used to going down this route. They really are going down, I don't want to call it the Fred Wilpon route, but 
our entire lives, Johnny, we always went shopping on the clearance rack. We right. were at the dollar store while the Yankees the were, were, were shopping at Tiffany's. You know, it's 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 true. Yeah. And now look, just two years removed from that, now we got Max Scherzer and Jacob right. Degrom at the top. Yeah. Our, la- our best signing besides the last two years was Jason Bay of the last decade. I think it's very Ridiculous. frustrating. And and Anthony, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't have. To, I don't want to speak for you, but do you think this is a fair judgment to say that I think it's very difficult? And I don't get any personal enjoyment out of this. I'm just trying to get inside of a Yankee <laughs> fan's head. Is what do you th- do you think that having the new guy coming to town, Steve Cohen, and now making the moves that the Yankees did make. The Yankees seeing the Mets making those moves. Are you jealous? And now the the Yankees essentially making Met moves over the past 20, 20 seasons. Do you think that's getting under Yankee fan skins a little? I, you know that, Nick, I think that's a great take by you. And I'm probably the wrong guy to ask because I don't, I can't stand Yankee fans after this offseason. My thing, I'm in case you guys haven't figured out by now, I'm a baseball elitist. So I like to watch 140 so to 150 modest. games. And if you don't watch that, I can't even have a conversation with you. I can't have a conversation with someone who watches 81 games. You're talking to me right now. That's why I get. That's why I get on Johnny a lot because I feel like I, you know, Johnny will have conversations, and I, I know he'll just be box score watching, and I get angry with that. But aside from that, and Johnny, I'll let you. I'll let you combat to that in a little. The thing is with the Yankees, I, they're talking about Mets moves. They have a 253 million dollar payroll. They have one of the highest payrolls in baseball. They upgraded at third base. They upgraded at shortstop. They upgraded at first base. They have two holes in this team. Connor Falefa is an upgrade. Uh, hit 270, no. 171 hits, 20 stolen bases. Do you know what Just we put up with? Just call him a stopgap. He's a stopgap. Torres he's a stopgap was for an Anthony atrocious Volpe. shortstop. He's not a shortstop. He's a second baseman. Connor Falefa is, is, is a stopgap. Yeah, That's he's all a good stopgap. No. Hit 271 last Disagree. year. Disagree. Disagree. Well, you're wrong. Why? Because he's not an eighty. Because he's not above an eighty in MLB The Show. Because it's the only way you know players. Anyway, <laughs> uh, back to you, Nick. That's ridiculous. Um, the team is, has two holes: center fielder, second pitcher. Why didn't you sign Starling Marte? Because Uncle Stevie gave him four years, eighty-eight mil. No, they is, didn't. No, it was four it, years, sixty. I think. Was yeah, it, four, it was in four the years, 60, 60, It was in the sixty. Four years, sixty-eight. Can we get a fact check? Uh, I got you yeah, one check, but Johnny. There's the, the other move I wanted. I think it was sixty-six. Yeah, sixty-six or sixty-eight. I was on the oh, right was, track with the double numbers. Number. I wanted Scherzer, but you guys gave him forty mil a year. So well, yeah, you, I think it was like forty-three or forty-six. It's something ridiculous. Yeah. It isn't. It is four, ridiculous. Four years, seventy-eight. Uh, four seventy-eight. All right. Close. So they they need a center fielder. And but who cares? It's not our money, right? It's well, not our money. Well, that's who what I'm saying. Yeah, willing to but spend you guys it? have an owner that's willing to pay it. We had an owner that was willing to pay that, and now we don't. And now you have no, his cheap life, ass son. No, life but happens, but he's not cheap. We have a two hundred and fifty million dollar. But payroll. come on, it's not even his. Thirty percent of it is his. Yeah, the but, rest but of it is coming from corporations. I agree, I agree they with have you, but that. What money. do you want him to fucking have? A three hundred and eighty-nine million dollar contract? He's got to resign Judge after this year. Just from and I got news for you. I have it on a good authority. That we're going after Juan Soto in two years. So we mm. have moves that we're ready to be made. Just that of, of, just that of curiosity, if Uncle Stevie comes in and gets into a bidding war with Hal and the Yankees and we somehow sign him Scherzer coming off the books we're over. Like, oh. If we sign him over the Yankees and Soto comes to us and say you guys have to settle for a two or a three guy just like you did Anthony Rizzo. You would have to be pretty furious, no? I'd be furious because at that point, you're looking at Judge being 32, Stanton's in his mid-30s, LeMahieu's 34, 35. The window's closed. So right? that's something that would grind your gears. The Yankees have a they have a window. 
their window has been open since 2017, and it's starting to close. Exactly. So that's my point. And I think that's why Yankee fans are so upset. They know the window is open. They know it's closing. But they're not going out and getting the top guys. They're getting the second, third, and fourth guys. They don't want to see Connor Falefa at shortstop. They want to see Correa at shortstop, even though they all hate him. You need guys that are going to win baseball games. Can Connor you, Falefa is a winning baseball player. He's is, is Correa's is too. Correa he's a whale since his birth. Yeah, and he costs thirty-five million. It doesn't matter. I, I, I still and we think have to that he'd be in that exact chair if he was signed yesterday. You'd be in that exact chair, being like, "Yeah, we had a good offseason." Carlos Correa. Yeah. You want to go back on my Twitter and look at every single tweet I made about Carlos Correa oh, in the offseason. Every off single thing you've said, every single th- reason you said why you didn't sign a, a free agent, a good free agent like Correa story, yeah, you brought up some stats, but mainly you've been saying, I don't want to pay him that contract. Well, it's not your money. Okay, pal? Anthony, he's essentially on a one-year deal with all the opt-outs. With an opt-out. Right. So you're telling me that you're it's not upset yeah. that you're... that. Correa could have been a Yankee with that kind of contract that you guys could have afforded because you didn't have to re-sign Judge this upset, year. He's upset, that's for sure. No, and if you go back, <laughs> I have a real vendetta against Carlos Correa. Call it, call it crazy. Call me stupid. Because I know a lot of Yankee fans were campaigning like, we want Correa, we want Correa. <laughs> the guy's a shortstop. <laughs> yeah, there, quote. That's, that's the shortstop on our biggest rival the last couple of years, Houston Astros, cheating scandal, all him. that stuff. So I, this is a perfect and then he, time. And I then he came out. And then he said, Derek Jeter doesn't deserve his gold gloves. You go against my boy, Derek Jeter. The that is goat. true. I, I mean, that's like I don't want him disrespectful. I kind of uh, wanted to bring this up. Anthony kind of really segued into something oh real. Oh, we got he's going he's gonna to pull up a tweet here. So according to uh, the first person who broke the story today, Brendan Cuddy or Brendan From Cutie, ESPN. From ESPN. He tweeted today, breaking U.S. appeals court rules that a letter that allegedly shows MLB hid Yankees sign stealing should be unsealed in all caps. (laughs) Unsealed, all caps. (laughs) Continuing to update the story. What says you, Rizzo? I'm the wrong guy to ask. I think Barry Bonds, Sammy Sosa, Mark McGuire should be in the Hall of Fame. So, I mean, if you don't think all these teams are doing something illegal... But it's a sign stealing scandal. They're literally saying that baseball hid... The Yankees sign stealing scandal. A U.S. Supreme Court. I'm sorry. U.S. Appeals Court. U.S. Appeals Court hid. U.S. Appeals Court rules that a letter that allegedly shows MLB hid Yankees sign stealing should be unsealed. The the U.S. Appeals Court is saying that that letter should be unsealed. That letter is out there and they are trying to unseal it. it. Who hid the who hid the uh, report? Randy Levine. I don't know. Are we just guessing? No, I mean, listen, I honestly, I I don't know enough about it. I don't. (laughs) But you just, you literally just start talking about a sign-stealing scandal from the Astros and the public enemy number one, Carlos Correa, who was stealing signs. But now it looks like the Yankees are are caught up in their own sign-stealing scandal. He's the poster boy for the Astros, the team that knocked us out of the playoffs in 17 He's the only one spoke about it like a man. What, Correa? Yeah, he's the only one that spoke about it. Yeah, he basically, said, uh, every, he basically said everybody else was doing it. I wouldn't call him a man. I, listen, I when, wouldn't call him when a man. the Yankees oh, came oh, out and when they were doing their whole boy who cried wolf routine, I was grinding my gears a little bit. I was grinding my teeth. going to come back to you. Not only that, yeah, but let's be real. You don't think the Dodgers are doing some funky shit? I the Astros were definitely doing some crazy stuff because Charlie yeah. Morton was – like the, all these guys would go to the, go to the Astros, like my boy Cole – was look like Jacob Degrom like in Houston. Cold sticky fingers. And he goes, to, yeah, yeah. And then he goes to the Yankees, and you know it gets cold weather, and he starts throwing the ball into the outfield. 
Listen, I refuse to comment if I use the sticky stuff or yeah, not. Yeah, see, this is the thing. Everybody knows you're doing it, so just come out and say it. I mean, right. listen, he's still the third best <laughs> he's pitcher. He's not a man. He's still the third best pitcher in New York. So. I mean, that's got to be right. pretty nice. tough Thank to you. see. And the third best pitcher in baseball. Appreciate it. That's got to be pretty tough to see him go into the Red Sox Stadium. Why am I drawing a blank? Fenway. Fenway Thank Park. you, Fenway. Oh my. It's, it's been a long day. Had a long day of work. Sorry. Cut that out. Got Thanks, a lot of, pain, got we'll a lot of painting done today. Thanks, so, Bob. Yeah, oh, Bob's that running out. a marathon. So... <laughs> <laughs> He goes in the Fenway Park, and the guy com- completely lays an egg. It's a one-game el- elimination. He's supposed to be the third-best pitcher in baseball, and he gets shelled. It was embarrassing uh, then. It's embarrassing now. Yeah, not to make bad. excuses for him, uh, because you can't come out like that and pitch like that in a playoff game. You were furious. His Are le- you confident with Cole going in as your number one yeah, starter? come on. That's going a, into that, the postseason, That's a ridiculous question. Let me just question. say something on a personal note. So that game happened, right? We worked together the next day. Anthony did not talk to me for the first four hours of work. So that's from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m., not a word between us. I mean, he knew what I was thinking, and I knew what he was thinking. We, I just let him cool off, and then we finally discussed. But that's just, that's just the fandom we're at. That's true. We listen to somber vibes only playlists on Spotify for a good <laughs> real week after that. Real sad in there. It was real sad. You're a good friend for doing that. I know. I know. Listen, because I, I don't think he would do the same. I mean, no. I'm sorry. He I, absolutely he would, wouldn't do the same. I would. You think he would do the same? No, I would say. See, I, no, I would say he, he would grind would've. your gears until no. until December. And this is a segue where I would like. He's to not get the into. typical Yankee fan. I will I, say. I, I I have. He seems my, like a very humble Yankee fan. I, have, I do have to say right. it. Right. It's my, kind of frustrating me, but it is. He is very humble. My vendetta against Yankee fans is that they're always so they're they're kids that were brought up that never really watched baseball a lot of them and they just kind of like you know their dads were Yankee fans they get up it's easy to be a Yankee fan right you're in the playoffs every year so you're not really a a true fan no you're right that's why some Mets fans if you're a real Mets fan and I know we have some listeners that are shout out Chris (laughs) Hazeman uh, like nice. they're watching seventy win. You're watching seventy win teams in September. That's hard to do. Look, he is a real Met fan, but he is also sick. It takes a sick person to do something like that year in and year out. His blood pressure goes sky high. It really is something else. He he he, he does need to see a doctor. And, and this is why my thing with the Yankees is, like uh, Yankee fans, I can rationalize with a little bit because I you know I grew up the same way. I want the top free agents. My issue is with Met fans, and I'm not going to even say you, Nick. Oh, I will. I'm not even going to point the finger at Johnny. It's okay. I, we we welcome it. This a is lot a of the times, because they grew up in such a losing culture. <laughs> this is where the the beef comes with us. Hundred percent. We because did. Okay. You guys are, going, are okay. more used to seeing the Yankees in the postseason than the Mets. Absolutely. So instead of rather rooting for the Mets first, they honestly root for the Yankees to lose. <laughs> I know Mets fans that follow the show that I won't even. I won't, I won't name, post on their Instagram stories or Snapchat stories about the Yankees losing. And the Mets could have won the game the same exact day. But they're more excited to see the Yankees losing than the and Mets And you win. have the Will Ponds <laughs> to thank for that because they gave us shit team after shit team. Like I said, they always shopped in the dollar store, never in Tiffany's. They never got the high prize guys. So you know what? That's why. Because when... October baseball is happening, and we always see the Yankees. You just don't want to go out there and see them win another World Series. It right. sucks to see the opposing team that everybody you know loves to hate go out there and win another World Series, especially when you can't even come close. I mean, it was a long time. When we, when we finally got back into the postseason after nine years back in 2015, I swear to God to you, I shed tears. When I saw David Wright, Matt Harvey all hugging each other in the locker room, locker room yeah. I was in tears. Yeah, best year of my life, 2015. And then, but time. you know what? 2016, mm-hmm. we made the wild card. Great year, also. Those tears didn't flow. Right. It was different. It was different. 
growing up a Mets fan, watching all of those losing seasons, seasons, watching Braden Looper blow game after game after game. I mean, just watching his piss poor performance by all of them. <laughs> I mean, yeah, loser Looper. Uh, it, it was it was horrid. But you just got used to the losing. Right. So after so long, I mean, you look nine years prior, you're you're a boy, and now all of a sudden you're you're a in your boy. yeah you're a boy right. you're a young kid and now you're in your twenties you're away in college and, and you're living it up and you're not used to this. Right. Whereas a Yankee fan from when he was from birth, Pure he's pe- used to seeing playoff baseball, World Series, championship winning baseball. Right. So absolutely, yeah, it's to- it was for all those years. It's totally frustrating, and you it's know a what? Fair reason. Even with all the money that's being invested in the team now into the players. I still don't think we have, even though we may have the highest payroll or second highest payroll, I still don't think the roster's great. I still think we're another oh. big bat I, away. I, yeah, I couldn't have disagreed more. Yeah, I mean, they'll continue. I, I, no, seriously. You I, know I, my take on this. I, yeah. don't, I don't think the roster is great. I still think, I, I, when I say roster is great, I think that we need another serious bat, an outfielder, to kick Dominic Smith out to kick Jeff McNeil out. We need, I mean, you're going to have a, a, what, a 39-year-old Robbie Cano coming off of his second steroid stint. Love Robbie. Hitting hitting in your DH spot. Going to be the best hitter in that lineup. You're going to have Jeff McNeil hitting who hit, I mean, what, the the guy is a total basket case. He couldn't, (laughs) he's slamming his bat down. He's throwing his helmet in the dugout, taking guys' eyeballs out. I mean, you you, you can't have a winning culture like that, especially, yeah, seeing raccoons when he's boxing our $341 million shortstop. (laughs) Boxing him. You can't do that that you can't do that so I think honestly look I like the additions that the Mets made I think they're good additions but you know what we have a very short window we have a very short window because we have the two best pitchers in baseball and one of them is what 37 he's on a three-year contract and he's only getting older you have to pray to God that he doesn't get hurt you have to pray to God that he can still pitch at the high level that he does and which I think he will but the fact of the matter is you have a three-year window with those two guys Mm -hmm. And Chris Bassett is a nice addition. Right. Taiwan Walker totally blew up in the second half. Carlos Carrasco, I mean, is just a joke just, at this point. Yeah. I mean, the guy, himself. look, after the cancer, probably should have called it quits. Sorry, just putting it out there. <laughs> oh just putting it out there. I hope he has a back, a, 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 a breakout season that, that, oh, he, does, nice that yeah. he does pitch good for us. But <laughs> when he goes down after his second start, that even if he makes it that far, is Tyler McGill or David Peterson going to be able to win us games down the stretch? And is Dominic Smith and Jeff McNeil and a 39-year-old Robbie Cano and, that, the, the, and James McCann in the back end of the lineup, are they going to be able to carry the offense to make up for that piss-poor pitching performance from those guys? I don't think so. I think we we missed an opportunity. I like the additions we made, but I really think it was a big missed opportunity. We should have added another big bat. Chris Bryant would have been perfect. Plug him in at third this year. Beatty comes up. Stick him in the outfield. That, I think, is a championship contending lineup. Pitching rotation. We need to add some pieces in the bullpen. That could have came halfway through at the trade deadline. We could have made trade deadline moves. To be a serious World Series contending team that Stevie wants to be, I think it was a big, big miss opportunity by not going out getting Chris Bryant or getting another big bat in that lineup. Listen, I, I don't know what else you could expect. Like Rizzo was just saying, right, even though he's like 40, 50 million lower than us, right, 
he was still saying that you can't just go out and buy everyone and just you have a four hundred million dollar uh, you know payroll. It's just not realistic. Why not? I, I tell the why not because it's why crazy. not because no crazy. one does it. How is it crazy? It's crazy. It's How is real. it crazy? I also don't want to be that. The dude. Orioles have a thirty million dollar payroll. Thirty. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you know why? Because they're playing in shitty Baltimore. That's why. Really the nice Do- stadium. The Dodgers have a massive in payroll just like ours. But look at their look at their. Rotation. Look at their lineup. You have the best two pitchers in baseball. You can't talk about rotation. You have the one and two, de facto. Yes, we took Scherzer from them. I agree. And then the number three is a steep drop-off, and it's my guy. Let me just say this, though. The Dodgers, okay, I said this the other day to you. They're building around a great core. The Mets are building around the core of Jeff McNeil, Dom Smith, Pete Alonso, who I love the most out of those three, and that's pretty much it. J.D. Davis, whatever. Yes, they had a great core. The Dodgers are building around Max Muncy, Cody Bellinger, um, Corey Seager that just left. Who well, did they get? Trey Turner to replace him. Well, they yeah, just they signed Mookie Betts. They're going to give Cody Bellinger four hundred million dollars if he plays. If he plays good, if he has yeah. a back bounce back season, they kept uh, Turner over at third base. Justin Turner, right? That's Freddie Freeman. One. Who took it from us? They just signed Freddie no, Freeman. I'm saying they're building around. They're they're bringing the pieces around a better like foundation. You know what I mean? So that's what the Dodgers are. They had a great foundation to start, and then they just keep building on it. That's, yes, that's how World Championships. Uh, Teams are built. Yes, that is how world championship right. teams are built. But if you're Steve Cohen coming into New York, you're coming into Queens, and you're literally telling everybody, whether on Twitter or what have you, whatever, saying that I want to win a World Series, I'll do whatever it takes, I'll spend whatever it takes to get the guys in to win, and I expect to build a winner. Especially when he says within three to five years. Those are his words. When you do that and you bring in the second best pitcher in baseball only behind Jake, and he's aging you have a window, and you know what? If you want to win, you got to be better than the Dodgers. You got to put a better lineup together than the Dodgers. I don't care how the Dodgers got there, and I don't care how the Mets get there, but they have to get there. Nick, he's been here two years. He got you a top five shortstop, a top five center Whoa. fielder, and the second best pitcher in baseball. Again, and the first best pitcher is already on your roster. Again, I like the moves that he's made. I like the money that he's spent. It's beautiful. It's great. But you know what? If you come out and you say you want to be a World Series contending, I'm, look, I think the Mets made major improvements to their roster. I thought they made major improvements to their roster last year. And look at where it got us. We were a 77-win team. So I'm sorry. I'm a pessimistic fan. Until I see it, I won't believe it. And when I see it on paper, I'm sorry. I think Bryant was a huge missed opportunity, and now he's going to waste a way out in Colorado. Well, DeGrom got hurt the second half of the year, and Lindor had an uncharacteristically awful year. The guy batted 220. DeGrom didn't pitch after and who, June. And who's to say, look, I don't want it to happen, but he came to New York. He was playing out in Cleveland. Who's to say that this isn't what he's going to be? You better hope well, it's be not so how it's going to be. Exactly. Well, it'll be terrible. Well, whose fault deal. is that? That's not Steve Cohen's. No, I'm not saying it's Steve Cohen's right. fault. Okay. I am saying, though, that if you're coming out and you're make, if you want to contend for World Series, if the Mets want to contend for World Series, I think they have a great roster. I think they have they put together a good lineup. They're pretty solid defensively with the exception of maybe right field stick and Dom or who, you know, whatever out there, mm-hmm. whoever out there. I think they've done a pretty solid job constructing the roster. Do I think that they're a World Series contender? Unless they get extremely lucky, no, I don't. Who's yeah, better than them in the National League besides the Dodgers? Well, but let me just let me just say something. I mean, that's incredible luck. Incredibly lucky is what you need to win a World Series. The Braves were not the best team in the MLB last year. They just weren't. 
I 87 still, wins. I still uh, you, right. They got Freed coming back. Uh, and, I, we, and we let them into the playoffs. I, I think I think the Braves are still the team. They're still the team to beat. And you know what? Even though the Phillies are very poor defensively, it's not going to be an easy win over them. They have some pitching. They don't have great pitching. Familia in the bullpen is not going to get them over the hump. I don't think so. But you know what? It, they they have a very formidable lineup. <laughs> We've been down that road. Nick. No, Philly, Phillies have a great lineup. I'm, I, honestly, Nightmares I said this. I said this to you the other day. Castellanos. Gillespie. When, Castellanos. When he signed with the Phillies, I was like, "Fuck, that's, Gordon. that's a problem." That's a problem. Castiano signed. I was like, that's 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 an issue because he's great. And that's and a guy. And, that, and that's a guy that could have made our lineup a lot better. You know what? Oh, our de- yeah. The defense may have not have been too great in it, out in the outfield, but it would have made our lineup a lot better. You know why? Because it could have gotten Dominic Smith out of the lineup. But I'm, I'm a Dom guy. Yeah, you, were you a Dom guy last year? No. Did you Were you a Dom guy on his 248 average and his 11 home runs? Dom if Smith he had as that, your ninth. I think, as your, I, think he was RBI, I think he was the team leader in RBIs. Dom behind, Smith is your not, as your ninth best player is not a bad line. I'm sorry. I'm trying to think like the old Yankees. I'm trying to think like a big market team that we're going out saying that we are. And I, I'm but, all I'm saying is I think that with all the talent out there and the bats out there, I think signing a guy like Chris Bryant, who is very attainable for us, who Stevie has no problem blowing over the luxury tax, the fourth Steve Cohen tax that they just put into mm-hmm. place thanks to this lockout, Fair. he's publicly said that he has no problem going over it. So if you have no problem going over it and you know you have a three-year window to win with this rotation, why not go out and get that guy? So is your take just... Because we have the most money, whoever the best the the best free agent player is, just throw whatever money it is and worry about the rest later. But we got the best starter and we got the best center fielder. I mean, you know, what, what else? you sound like a Yankee, like a pompous Yankees fan from the mid two thousand. I know, and I hate him yes. for it. I don't know why you're being. And like th- that. this is what you hated. This yes. is what you hated. Your you know life. why? Because for twenty seven years I couldn't have it, and now I do have it, and I see why all the Yankee fans did do it. We, we like the salmon. Also, but we the, like the, salmon. But the Yankees did it when? When did the Yankees do it? Oh, st- what do you mean? You just said in 2009. 2009, right? In they, they 2014. They bought Texas. They bought CC. They bought Swisher. I mean, whatever the big guys were. Swisher? We're talking about him. buying Nick Swisher? Yes, he won you a World Series. <laughs> all right, that's all right. Mar Escobar. That's our Mark Canna. Equal players. Mark Canna? E- really? Equal player. Mark Look at their fucking Canna? I don't like Nick Swisher, but Mark Canna is the same... Uh, Quality of player. Mar- listen, Mark Hanna was a Fred Wilpon move. And look, it's oh, okay. Mark. It's decent. He's Mark. a good He's backup. Our He's our fourth move. Scherzer, Marte, Eduardo Escobar, Chris Bassett, Great and moves. Mark Hanna. All That's great moves. Five All you know what? Moves. I'm just mad the Yankees didn't sign Bryce Harper, Fernando Tatis, and Mike Bryce Trout Harper. last season. No, you, you should have signed Bryce Harper. They should have signed all three of them because we have all the money in the world. Bryce Harper. Sorry, I'm just doing a Nick impersonation. Bryce Harper was on his knees ready to fucking... He wanted to be a Yankee so bad. Rizzo, this like, was nah. you for your first 27 years of life, and now you're finally starting to be humbled. I have been completely pounded into the dirt. They dug my own grave, every single Mets fan, and they buried all of us for all the losing they've done over the years. I'm sorry. I'm a 27-year-old guy that hasn't seen one title. I've seen the te- my teams go to two tit- uh, AFC title games. The Islanders went to two title games back-to-back, and now they suck. The Mets made it to the World Series twice. I can only remember one. I'm yes, sorry. I agree, yeah. 
The Knicks haven't done shit. I haven't seen. Somehow. I haven't seen one championship. I've seen multiple giant champions uh, championships. I've seen multiple Yankee championships. I'm sorry. I'm a starved, deprived fan that it. wants to see a championship. You gotta but be realistic. You though. still need to. You. It's not just who has the most superstars wins. The Dodgers have all these superstars. They haven't won a real world series. They won that Mickey Mouse World Series in 2020 when it didn't count. When was the last time the Dodgers did not make the postseason? So, so now we're talking about making the postseason and not winning the World Series is, is, is a this success? Is, okay, I'm sorry. that's the Yankees. But this you know what? I mean, as old as time. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of like the Cardinals, you know? Because the Yankees the haven't been... are always there. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. But that's a whole different conversation. Uh, you know? I would love for Do you them, like, uh, like average success? No, I, I, no, no, I, I don't want average success. I would love for the Mets to build the right way. I don't like that they, they've been, for the past couple of years, they've been trading away all of their young stud arms or whatever in the minor leagues they've been trading away a lot of guys and I don't like that I, I we have Dodgers some in. we have some top guys but we we've traded a lot of talent away in our farm system I want to build that way but it's been very clear over the past what four years we haven't been building that way we've been going the free agent route and if they're going for it all why not go and get that one more guy? I'm not saying. Look, I think. That Are we a Chris Bryant away from an automatic World Series? No, I think not that an You no. and Hayes would be like not we an automatic have World this guy Series. Instead of Chris not Bryant. an automatic out, World Series. But I think day. I think if we do get Chris Bryant, yeah, I think that we're a very heavily favorited uh, team to win the World Chris Series. Chris Bryant's a name. He's got 260 and 27 home runs written all over him in City Field. It's, re- it's, a tr- it's the truth of it. I'm going to pull up his stats. Listen, pull up his stats. Pull up his stats against righties. Look at his splits against lefties versus righties. I want to I want to go name for name on the Dodgers and how they got them and what they were no, before. No, hold on, John. I, I, I don't before, care before how you they do that. Got no, but I'm before you to. do that. No, before you do that, because it's it's nothing but the nonstop pouting from Mets fans lately. And it drives 27 me. 27 years of pouting from it, the Yankees It drives fans. me so crazy. Not me. Find I'm me a team in the awesome. National League besides the Dodgers that's better top to bottom than the Mets. And I will call you a liar. Well, listen. I'm not going to do it because I don't agree. I don't think it's. I don't think it's true. Are the Brewers better? Again, not me. I don't know. The Brewers stink. Are the Brewers better, Nick? Great staff. Probably still Brewers the Mets have better a better staff. Who? Are the Brewers better than the Mets? Honestly, I wouldn't be able to tell you. I, I honest. You have to let the season play Cause, out. Cause, it's possible because they got very it's similar. Possible. They got very similar uh, teams. One two punch a pitcher, and then they the, only the Brewers have one of the worst lineups in the MLB. I agree. listen. I I fully I can't say that the Dodgers are the bullpen. only team the Bra- that's better. The Braves just lost paper. their best player, and they replaced him with a younger. A younger I don't know. I, not I don't even, know about not even a fraction player, of the player. I wouldn't say thirty that. point difference in average. Look, Matt Matt Olson is a very good player, and they went younger. I, as it's very tough to get rid of a franchise guy like that, but you know what? It was a good move. It was a good move because they got younger and they're staying young. Right. I, I They're agree. building and around the Cunha. I mean, you know, they got their yeah. they got their World Series. True. They got their championship. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're doing all this for a championship, right? If right. the Mets go out and win a championship this year, and they don't win one for the next 30 years, at least I saw one. Mm-hmm. It's been almost 30 years that I haven't seen anything. At it's, least, it's, it's all just to get one. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen. We weren't alive for '86. I, I mean, I don't know if you remember the Subway World Series. No, I was five. You were five. Exactly. Rizzo you were, remembers it somehow. You were in one more recently than me. Hey. Last time I was in one was in 09, and yeah. I'm not over here pouting. But you won it. You won something. Yeah, when you I was, saw when a I was 14. As a Stop. freshman in high school. Nick, Stop. I didn't even know if I like girls now. yet. Nick, I think if we won in 15, you'd be in the same, we'd be in the same chair. If we, if we won in... Seven fi- years ago, it's a long time. If we won in 15, 
I would be totally happy, and I'd say, man, that was all worth it. That was fucking <laughs> great. It was all worth it. I don't care if they were the Marlins and sucked for the next 20 years. You know why? Because I just lived it. I just lived it. We have a better for roster For two years, for 2006 and half of a season of 2015. They were a 500 ball club in 2015. Eric Young batting cleanup in July, right? Thank you. Yeah. Well, you had a horrible manager mismanaged the World Series that year. Otherwise, you guys would have probably swept or one in five. We talked about this on the last that was pod. Not, not going to get me. That was not managing. Stop. Stop trying to bait it was for next, it. It was next. definitely mismanaged. But we don't need to get You don't think it. it was the errors in the field? No, I think it oh, was. You don't um, think it was the ball going under Murphy's glove? You don't think it was Familia's I think it was bringing in fastball. Tyler Clippard before that ball went through Murphy's glove. You don't and then I think it was after letting Matt Harvey, after he walked a guy, after you went up to him before getting him out. But those are, we but those those are plays that All you right, have guys, to thanks make. thanks for having me. I uh, appreciate yeah. you uh, giving me the chance. So here. Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame, yay or nay? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I don't want to... You know, honestly, no. I, I really don't care. Yeah, if I'm trying to come off as a spoiled fan, I'm not trying to come off as a spoiled fan. The only point that I'm trying to make is that if you're chasing a World Series and you have an owner that's so boisterous and saying he wants to go get it now, why not make that extra move? I think that we're going to be a good ball club this year. I think we made a lot of good moves. But I just, I just say, given all the talent in the rest of the league, not just the National League, the American League as well, because the point is to win the World Series, not to get to the World Series, True. is to... You know what? I'm sorry. You got to match that talent. But listen, a lot of things have to go right to win it. You could have the best team. Exactly. The Dodgers are not like. Uh, what, then we should all pack up and just you know let's let's call it a year. But I the I, I think that just they I Freddie think that a lot of a, a lot of things that have to go right is in the lineup. Francisco Lindor completely turning it around with the bat. Right. Jeff McNeil completely turning it around with the bat. Bro, if, Escobar if Lind- doing what he did last year with the bat. Dominic Smith turning it around with the bat. James McCann right. turning it around with the bat. Those are a lot of ips. Mark Mark Canahan, whatever the no, hell but, fuck his name is. Sounds he's, like he the Yankees. Last sounds year. Sounds like the it Yankees. Does, a listen. lot of guys you're retur- planning on returning back to form, which makes sense. If guys Lindor bats 50 years. points higher than what he just did last year, where do you, you think that gives us a couple more wins? That's a big if. Yes, it does, but that's 50, a big if. Big. Are you willing to... T- 270. Are you willing to chance it for <laughs> it's it? It's not that big. That's his career. Johnny, are you willing to chance it? Especially if you bring in a guy like Bryant, now you lengthen the lineup that much more, give those guys a lot more protection. That gives you a lot better odds to oh, get Lindor's average up 50 points. Nick, you have to chance it with Lindor. You gave him 300 and how many say, million? Of course, no, I know that, but I'm, I'm saying if you're, you already made a $341 million investment in Lindor, don't you want to protect that investment? Don't you want to get another great bat behind him to lengthen the lineup but or in you, front of what, him? How that's many, what we 30, tried with how Javi, many $30 million guys you That's need. what we tried with Javi Baez, and look what, look where we got. We were, we were, I think we were six games up on first place when we got Javi Baez. Yeah, and you wanted and to only, re-sign Javi Baez, didn't I you? I know. I, I quickly, and I now regret it. No, sorry, I don't regret it. I'm happy we didn't sign him. As well. I, th- I think that Javi was I a think total he trap. Ruined, I think he, I think he was the a trap. clubhouse, and I think after that Jeff McNeil-Lindor situation, management was like, oh my God, Lindor is our guy. We need to do whatever he wants. It would have been, a, it would have been a Puerto Rican friend. tango between the two of them. Right. That's, no, that was the whole were, club. They were in the clubhouse. Yeah, You would look in the, in the, in the dugout, there would be everyone on the left side of the dugout, and then the right side would be Javi and Lindor just chatting it up. I agree. I I mean, we need diversity. It's I like agree. a little league team, and you only have two guys that are like best friends. No one's going to like want to play in the I agree, but you he, he did. He brought so many intangibles that you love. But you, every love fan knew. So fun to watch. So fun to watch. But every right. fan, every fan knew. Once he got that contract, I think all that goes away. I right. think he's just gonna yeah, rot with his, the Tigers. Right. You're right. Just he busted like, his ass. That ju- just just like Brian's gonna rot with the Rockies. Yeah. Why not keep your own guy in story? You can get him che- a lot cheaper. Why are you bringing in Chris Bryant? 
They're not going to win anyway. You want to do the Rockies? Tigers have a good manager. You want to do the Rockies? I, re- I would really like to stay focusing on the Yankees Yeah, I don't want to do Mets the Rockies. Yeah, I'm just, just saying sure. he's rotting out. Only because idiots. I, the stupidest team in baseball. He, he could have been utilized with the Mets. Just saying. He'll be, he's going to make unreal numbers in Colorado. He's going to get he's going to get Hall of Fame nods by the time that contract's up. If he's less the whole the whole time. But does it, but, to do. but does it mean anything if they don't win? I mean, I get him. He already won with Chicago. They're, they're, they're trying. They're re-signing some of their pitchers. I mean, they you got to at least applaud them for going for it. They let, I don't. They let Story and Arenado. They're not walk. even going for it. They're literally just put like a, a name in the lineup just to, to bring some fans to the stadium. Because at the end of the they day, just resigned they Ryan two, McMahon. They let two of their their homegrown guys. seven years. I know they let go of two of their homegrown guys for what to sign a less a less. Well, a lesser now we're player. getting now we're getting back into the Trevor Story thing, and I don't want to have to talk about his numbers outside of Coors no, Field. No, but it doesn't matter. He was great on the Rockies. It doesn't matter. Yeah, three oh three at home. But this goes back to the, what I was saying about the Yankees and the Mets. Would you consider the Mets a top five team in the National League? Or top, John, how many teams do you want in the postseason now? Ten? I wanted a— Ten in each no, division? I wanted 15 and 15. Okay. Are they a top five team? 30. I would call them, yeah, I, w- I would say a top five. As far as roster preseason, I would say top five, top 16. That's yeah. your Yankees. So, so they're in the dance. We're talking about the Mets. Okay. They're okay. in the dance, but I'm just—if you're going for it, go for it. The Mets on this was a, the this was a huge movies. free agent class. They're going they, for it. No, I know they're going for it. <laughs> I don't think I'm, he does. I don't think I he do. Does. Whose fucking side are you on, Johnny? God. I don't, I don't know. Stop thinking you like think you're in the Chris fucking Pratt? dollar store looking for a deal. He doesn't. No. Max Scherzer is getting almost realistic. $50 million a year. Wait, we signed the pitcher. Yes, we it's did. Like, it's like the lockout happened and we like had short-term memory loss and we're like, whoa, what just happened? Oh, we need to get someone. We got Chris Bassett. Everyone's like, oh, that's all we're going to do. We got Max Scherzer. We got it. In literally 24 hours, we reformed our team. We signed uh, Marte, Eduardo Escobar, Mark Hanna, and then two weeks later, we signed Max Scherzer. Is Mark Hanna that good? What do, you th- ma- what do you think? Of- no, what do you mean it doesn't matter? He's going to be a starter. He's going to start in left field for you. Is he <laughs> yes. that good? He's pretty much Michael Conforto. And do you He's want Michael homegrown. Conforto back? That's the million-dollar question. What do you think, Nick? <laughs> Fuck no! Are you kidding me? <laughs> I thought you were going to be fake and be like, we need another bag. you got a leadoff hitter who's going to swipe 40 bags and the second-best, or you could even argue best pitcher in baseball. I mean, Max look, Scherzer. again, Marte, uh, he, he's in his mid-30s, right? Kind of aging, and as you're getting to Low that, 30s. Well, okay, low 30s. Like I think he's 33. Let's act like this podcast is recorded today, because it is. Uh, Starling Marte is pretty much injured and hasn't swung a bat yet. So I'm, I'm panicking, full on. Okay. So if he doesn't play, that's a different story. Proving my Fair. point. Like, that's a different Just story. Just get the most. Look, obviously, Bryant's not a depth piece, but right. if a guy, your top guy, oh, we signed Marte. If he doesn't play, what does it matter? I what it. is the Mets payroll right now? I need a number. I think it's 241 or 249. Yes. There's like no that. way the Yankees have a higher payroll than the Mets. The Yankees are like 253. No, it's higher. It, there's so many different reports out there. I don't know which one. To, to, whatever to it is, add 26 because that's what Chris yet? Bryant's like, I don't even getting. Know. Arbitration was like pushed back. Had to be whatever, back. whatever the Mets payroll is, add another 26. And what's and that's that Chris last? Bryant. The fourth threshold. The fourth threshold is 290. 290. Yeah. Okay, so if you add 26 to 240, you're still not past that fourth uh, threshold. No, it's got to be at something. It's, it's higher. I, I mean, I'm telling what you. is which the argument? Which Stevie has no problem going past. But what is the argument here? Just to sign the best players and don't ma- like not, have not pay, yeah. pay any mind to money? Teams, yeah. like, yeah, he has all the money in the world. He's not just going to be $100 million higher than every other team in the league. I'm not expecting him to be $100 million higher than every team in the league, but I'm just saying Bryant makes a lot of sense because you're adding another impact bat in your lineup, a bat that you need because the Phillies just added two impact bats. The Braves were just able to replace... 
Freddie Freeman with Matt Olson, a very good young first baseman. So I'm sorry if you're that boisterous in going for it. I can't say it enough. I love the Mets' moves. I think we have a great roster. I think we're going to be competitive. I think we're going to be good. Okay. Is it a slam dunk that we're going to be a World Series team? No, it's not a slam dunk for anybody. But you can absolutely say the Dodgers will be competing for one. They will be deep into the postseason. There's nothing to say that the Mets aren't either. I mean, they 100% are. $261 million. That staff, if they're healthy going into the playoffs— there's not one team. If that is a big if. But Nick, there's not one team. If you got guys with injuries, yeah, any team, any pitcher who throws over 95 is an if if he's going to make it right. through the season. Okay, yes, no, but I'm saying uh, there's not one team. Uh, you could have the best lineup in history. There's not one team that wants to go against Degrom and then Scherzer. Okay, let's say this. And even Chris Bass. Yeah, it's, that, that's a lot of guys. Number two. Listen, I'm he's not number two. Maybe. Hold on, I'm, sl- I'm sliding away from the mic for a second because I have to two. knock on wood. Okay. Everybody hear that? All right, I knocked on wood. Yeah, yeah. What if Scherzer goes down middle of the season? Oh no! What if it's, what if mid, and now that is your problem. Your replacement is Tyler McGill. What <laughs> if Aaron Judge goes down middle of the season? Yeah, we're fucked. So, but I'm just saying, <laughs> if right, we're yeah. going for it right now, do you wanna leave it to chance? I'm just trying to. Close all the loopholes as much as possible. Yeah, but I don't think that's a loophole closable you because you, you went out and got the best pitcher. There's not a there's not a second best pitcher there. It, you there's can't not. overhaul Verlander? the entire roster in one offseason. You can't build the Dodgers in one offseason. Should we have signed Verlander too? Put it this way. Steve, Steve Cole, I, I'm, I'm trying to make the point, and again, I will keep going back to this. I like the moves they made. They're going to be competitive. I'm just saying, the point I'm saying, I'm not being extremely, oh, why, boy, they should have done that, blah, blah, blah. All I'm saying is I think it's a very big missed opportunity not signing a guy like Bryant because Beatty could have replaced him in a year or two when he's ready. Then Bryant could have moved to the outfield because he could play both positions. He's your out your corner Classic outfielder. Classic Mets for just moving a third baseman to the outfield. I, I mean, we've been doing it for years, so uh, I mean, why yeah, not? Why but not, at right? least Bryant has experience in the outfield. Right. He's a good impact bat, and your owner has publicly come out and said the first day of spring training that – Epler has went to him, and, he, and Stevie has never told Epler that there's a limit. He never said that you can't do anything. And he also said he has no problem going over that fourth luxury tax if it means us winning. Let's be all honest. Let's be honest. There's something that they didn't like about Chris Bryant. All right. I mean, it, it Scher- just Scher- 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 Scherzer was not Epler's move. Scherzer was, was Steve Cohen. Steve yeah. Cohen wanted Scherzer because he was the best guy on the market. I want agree to say or before, disagree? Agree, but I just want to say before, you're like, oh, the Dodgers got Trey Turner. The Nationals didn't want to trade in the division. That's the only reason we didn't have Scherzer at the, at the All-Star break and also Trey Turner. Fair, because fair, they didn't want to trade them. Fair enough. So what does Stevie do? He's like, oh, who could I buy? I can't buy Trey Turner because he's still in the Dodgers, so I'm going to buy Max Scherzer. So he did the right thing there. Yes, he, he's, they've made – I'm not saying – of right. course Scherzer was a great move. Right. They've made good moves. I think they've made smart moves. I just think – with all the bats that were out there, I think Bryant made a lot of sense, and I think it was a missed opportunity, that's all, and I think he would have really helped us. And I'm, the only reason why I'm saying that is because our owner, day in and day out, has give, has proven my point with his words, and his action has backed it up with all the guys that he has signed. Nick, are you related to Chris Bryant? Is he like a distant cousin or something? Because <laughs> I, I, this whole time I'm sitting in my head, I'm like, Chris Bryant— that- hasn't had that good of a career like he's they were talking about him before he got moved that he was his trade value was plummeted because he had in that COVID season you love he's trending down big he did nothing so I'm going to read a couple numbers since his MVP season in 2016 
2017, 29, 73, 295. Good year. 2018, 13 homers, 52 RBIs, 272 average. Got hurt, only played 100 games. 2019, Juice Bowl, 31 homers, 77 ribbies, 282. 2020, the COVID season, you don't like. Do we batted, even count that? Batted 206. I discard it. Last year, right? 25 homers, 73 rubies, 265 RBIs. Who was our left fielder last year? I believe it was Brandon Nimmo, Dom Smith, Michael Conforto, one of those. Dominic three Smith was idiots. our left fielder. Can you read Dominic Smith's numbers for me? Dominic Smith, probably not even half of that. But. My, this is what I'm talking about with value, where you guys are just like, oh, it's not our money, so who cares? Right. These things You're hold up your worse. team. Yeah. Because this is why, like, I don't want to sign. I didn't want Trevor Story for six years, 140 million. Yeah, it's not my team. It's not my money. I don't care. Give him the money. But now that's gonna hamper me from making a move a year or two years or three years from now. Because in, in in your logic, say three of these contracts don't hit. Now you got. Seven guys on the team making twenty-seven to thirty million. Yeah. Oh, they they all stink. Who cares? He's got a billion dollars in the bank. Okay, Listen, what about Nick Castellanos? But, How many years did he get with the Phillies? Uh, Couldn't tell you. I don't know, four or five. I don't know. But, what was his numbers but, last year? Is he DHing for you guys? He could play the outfield, or he could DH. He, he can, he can move. He's an outfielder he, by trade. He, he, he can move. Left, he can move Cano field. out of the DH but spot. They, they're not no. going to do it because they Ca- got Castellanos. A thirty-nine-year-old Cano. Castellanos would have been a good sign for you guys. What was his numbers last year? Uh, he lit it up Incredible. in Cincinnati. Oh, he lit it up, yeah. He was available, right? Yeah, he was available. Didn't get too much of a lengthy contract, right? Well, you're, we're talking about Nick contract. Castellanos also lighting it up in uh, Cincinnati last year. But we'll, we'll read his stats. Here we go. Last year, 34 homers, 100 ribbies, 309. Nasty. But contract year. Let's see his COVID year, 2020, batted 225. We could discard that. 2019, his totals, 27 homers, 73 ribbies, 289. And I don't know. what a, I think that's pretty better than uh, Mark Canna's numbers, right? I would, yeah. I mean, 230 average, 19 homers, So let's see what, what was Listen, Cast, do, do all three of us not know what his contract was, Nick Castellanos? Because we should fact check that. No, I don't know. Listen, all I'm saying. I think, he's, I think one of those guys was worth the risk. Nick, all these guys are going to make our team better. There's zero denying that. But you have to be realistic. I don't think it was realistic to just pay everybody. Sorry, our owner is, te- is saying that it's realistic. If my owner know. is coming out and telling me on a day-to-day basis that it is a, re- a realistic possibility, then yeah. I have not even a possibility. After the situation. Five years, 100 mil for Castellanos. Four years, 80 for Schwarber, too. Schwarber would have been, Schwarber would have been a good guy for you guys, Nick. Schwarber, I, too. I, I wasn't, I, I was a little uh, iffy on Schwarber. I think he had a big year last year and he got paid. I'm not 100% sold on Schwartz. That's how I But I, I, I think he'll mash out in Philly. That's a hitter-friendly ballpark. Everyone hit, mashes out in Philly. Absolutely. But that's a team. You can't be nervous of them if you're a Mets fan. They got one arm. I'm not nervous about them, but you know what? Literally they they, 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 they can, can, they can give us enough, problems. Man. They can give us problems. Well, but I can't stress that enough. Good pitching beats good hitting. And also, I just want to say this before. Like, I will, I will wash everything about the Yankees offseason and, like, all the hate about it if they went out and, and re-sign Aaron Judge. Because, like you said... One move hampers another move. And what what move is most important in the Yankee line right now? Right now. It's Aaron Judge. Resign 100%. Aaron Judge. Okay, so listen, if you're going to go out and sign him to a $250 million contract, maybe less because he's, he's a little older. I think he's going to get more than that. Are you uh, kidding me? No, he's like, he's how old is he, 32? He's going to be 30, April 26th. If, 30? A, if 30. Aaron Judge plays, little, plays okay. gives them a season that he did last year and stays healthy yeah. and does what he does, I think he's going to get a monster deal. I think he's going to get well over 300. Mm, I don't think he's going to get the years. years. 
I don't think anybody would be willing to give him the years. Because you think about that, 10 years would be $30 million a year. But the Yankees, if, if the Yankees have a signature guy, right? If they have a franchise oh, it's guy, 99. they always pay them, no? Do they ever let them walk? Do they, they ever let the franchise guy walk? They won't let Judge walk. But at 10 years, 330 mil, I don't know if that, they, those contracts exist anymore. All these young guys getting like 13, 330. They, they want the years now, these guys. We'll see. I mean, whatever he wants. He's got a blank check if he does what he did last year. Exactly. Right. So He should, at least. He should. Well, we better. If we don't, if, if they mean, don't re-sign like Aaron that, Judge. He's going to test free agency. <laughs> we'll see. No, he would, I'm saying. Yeah, but even if he tests free agency, if the Yankees have a year. Well, also, if we're going to we're back to the Yankees here, I'm putting an official stamp down. They're winning 100 games this year. Easy. Nick? I could see it. They're the Yankees. They always somehow find a way to win. This is right where we want to they be, where so teams they're are not, doubting they're not winning, us. They're not they winning so the big game. They're not winning in the postseason, but it doesn't matter what lineup they throw out there <laughs> or whatever. I mean, the pitching was stunk last year, and they still won 92 games. Yeah, their pitching that was fourth in the league, fourth in the American League in ERA. That really stunk, huh? It was pretty bad. Best bullpen in baseball, I, I still, fourth best I, ERA in the I'm AL. I'm still trying to figure out those numbers. It makes zero sense. You, you really feel confident with that starting rotation Jameson this year, huh? Jameson starting game three. How, why wouldn't I feel confident? I don't know, because he's got sticky fingers, Cole, that definitely the, saw a decline yeah. in his play. Uh, okay. Savarino, you're, you're relying on Savarino to come back, hopefully stay healthy, and give you a quarter of whatever, whatever he's been able to do before I'm, that. I'm and who do you got not down? Jordan Montgomery? We have a staff after Cole of a bunch of threes and fours. How's that's it worked out said, for you the past few years? That's why I said threes, we need a number fours, two. Fives. With they're banking that Severino can come back and be the number two. I'm not. See, perfect. Going back to how Johnny looks at box scores. So yesterday I got a text from Johnny, picture of a box score of Luis Severino's getting shelled. I didn't look too much into that. Couldn't so watch I, the game. Wasn't on. Yes. So I went back and I looked at the clips. Thing that the thing that's more alarming to me is he's sitting 94 miles an hour. That's a problem because that's right where he was last year when he came back. You want to see Seve around 97, 98. What was he throwing before he left? Was he like a hundred guy or a yeah, ninety eight? He, he, he was like ninety eight. He was up there with uh, with Jake actually as the highest average yeah, he, fastball. Yeah, in, he had in, a crazy uh, stat on that. So All right. him being your number two is is almost like relying on Corey Kluber. You know, it's uh, it's tough. Hey, watch Corey Kluber go off with Tampa Bay. I, I, I didn't even know he saw Tampa Bay. Yeah, Tampa Bay yeah. just loves finding those guys. Diamonds in the rough. Brandon Lau. Definitely see it. Michael Walker. Runs. And you're going to have to deal with him next year. I'm telling you, I really think the Yankees, the this is right bad. where you want to be. It. I don't get the race. Everyone's doubting the Yankees, and I can't, I'm going to opening day. Shout out and a little humble brag. I'll be there. Took off work. Uh, going to be so excited. Red Sox, Garrett Cole. I, who are the Red Sox throwing? Got to be Evaldi, right? I don't know if they announced it yet. Chris Sale hurt again. That's Pathetic. I can't. Have. It's almost like the White Sox saw the future. Avaldi did pretty good against the wild card last That's year. That's ridiculous. Right? Big Nick, I wrote that in the, and I wrote that in the chat the other day. It's like the White Sox saw the future. They literally said, "You know what? Here, you could have him. He's never going to pitch more than 120, ever. 120 innings. That is." Nick, I I don't want to jump the gun here, but am I uh, am I out of place to say? Can we do a World Series prediction on this show? If you you'd know, like, we're pre. Yeah, we're in the preseason. We might not get Bob back again, so we kind of got to do some predictions here for the, for the yeah. season. He's I mean, got a look, marathon I, next weekend. I have True. no basis. No Mike. I have no basis <laughs> prediction. I mean, I hope it's the Mets. I don't think it's going to be the Mets, but you know, it's it's a crapshoot. Go, Forge. You going the Mets? You, no, I'm not going Mets. Oh. I'm not going. What are we doing? World Series winner? What are we doing? Yeah. Do uh, winner and loser in how many games? Hold on. Let's see. It's 9:03 p.m. Eastern time, Monday, March 21st. <sighs> That's deep. Um. Winner gets a hundred dollars. 
Dodgers, Blue Jays, Dodgers win. In? Uh, five games. Five games. So it's, it's a route in right. October, huh? Right. You think the Dodgers are just going to go in there? and march in, yeah. All right. I will go with the Yankees, Homer. And it's going to be a big one. Yankees Sweet. over the Mets in six. And that's going to be at Yankee Stadium. I, I honestly, I might, I wouldn't even know what I would do that whole week. That would be the worst and best week of my life. If they win, obviously. Worst ever. You can't predict any Cinderella teams, especially like the Braves last year. Right. I mean, my, the, the sexy pick is Red Sox, Dodgers, Red Sox win. But I could see the St. Louis Cardinals creeping up. They, they, they were really good last year down the stretch. They made some big moves and, and they were able to really become competitive now you got Goldie you got Arenado you got a lot of talented young guys coming up on that team the the pitching staff was good Flaherty's hurt right now but he's got to come back healthy if Flaherty's healthy yes, yeah. I, you know I think they could make a push for it new manager is that, is that your Very, you're going the, Cardinals no my my sex my sexy pick is Boston Red Sox oh. beating the Dodgers but my um you know my, my my low key pick would be the Cardinals that that that's like my out of nowhere pick okay Oh, if we're doing a second pick, like a backup pick, just Mets. To, no, I'm not. Look, <laughs> Mets if, winning. If we're yeah. doing a backup pick, then I'm gonna go with uh, win 78 games. <laughs> yeah, and Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Rays, those cocksuckers those over the Rays. The Rays aren't winning. They can get there. They can't win it. Well, there's no one else in the American League. The Red Sox, Nick, you just picked the Red Sox. Their their the ace is, is Nathan Avaldi. Yeah. Yeah, and their ace destroyed you guys last year in the wild card. Yeah, then That's what did you do against Tampa? The Yankees lineup had dead four automatic outs in that wild card game. Four automatic outs. And they had Andrew Velasquez thought at one point, Johnny, to be the, uh, the next heir to the throne at number two. Listen, he was really good, and you guys are going to rue the day that you dropped him. All right, guys, look, Bobby is <laughs> yawning. I think we put him through enough suffering. This has been his penance, and hopefully he learned from this experience, and he will not go boating in the summertime in the middle of the baseball season. All right? So, everybody, I want to thank you for listening. Johnny, thank you so much for your input. Anthony, great stuff today. All right, guys? That's a great job. We'll pick it back up. Who knows when? Maybe in 2023, according to Bobby's <laughs> internal clock. But it was great talking to you guys. Everybody, have a good night, and we'll see you next time. Bye.